Blog Talk Radio. It is often for people who have gone through this transformation, as it seems almost accidentally, it happened to them, and in almost every case, perhaps every case, you will see it didn't happen to them when things were added to them, so they got more and more and became greater and bigger. And No, it happened to them when things were taken away. Content was removed, <laughs> whether external things that were important to them, possessions, social functions, status in society, relationships, people close to them, or inner things, mental beliefs, suddenly crumbled. <laughs> in other words, whether content, whether physical content, external content, or mental content, was taken away from them. And then those people who accidentally, so to speak, went through this transformation of consciousness, suddenly something happened. And now later when they speak about it, that is often colored by the language that they use, which is according to whatever culture they live in, whether they say Buddha nature suddenly emerged, I knew myself as my essence as Buddha, whether they say Christ consciousness, I knew my essence as Christ, whether they say I knew myself as pure consciousness, whatever words, or they might not even have any words to say anything about it. But something happened that the Buddha calls the end of suffering, not because something was added, there was not an enhanced sense of self, there was a diminished sense of self through loss, through suffering. And then it happened. So that is the case when it happens to humans accidentally. So suffering, or the suffering, and this is a beautiful paradox, a large part of human suffering is inflicted by the madness. And yet, it's the very suffering in many cases inflicted by the collective mental illness that drives you to the point of collapse <laughs> when suffering reaches a state of acuteness or intensity. And often it happens through great loss. So every disaster, whether on a personal level or on a collective level, it looks dreadful, and from that point of view it is dreadful. Every disaster is also an opening into something far deeper. It's an opening as if something was suddenly opening up and there's a dimension that before was covered up by the forms. Often disaster means the forms dissolve. It can happen when a, something collapses, it is a very obvious thing, a form dissolves, but it can happen inside a person's head when thought forms dissolve, identification with mental images of me dissolve, firmly held beliefs dissolve, and you no longer know on the level of mind who you are. Suddenly all explanations don't make sense anymore. And so there's great loss, and yet that loss, one could almost say it's 
as if a hole were appearing in the fabric of existence suddenly. And of course, the fabric of physical existence is very fragile. The hole could appear at any moment in everybody's life. And, and suddenly there's this... It's painful, but that is the hole where something... I rarely use the word God because it's been misused so much. One could say God shines through whenever a form dissolves, whenever that hole appears in the fabric of your existence. And sooner or later, the hole will appear in everybody's fabric. No matter how comfortably their life is arranged right now, they may have a nice job and a family and a pension plan. And yet, at any moment, the hole could appear and it will appear. You will die. The body will dissolve. People around you will die. The forms will dissolve. They're destined to dissolve. So this can be the source of great suffering, but potentially it's a great opening. So the beautiful paradox is that the the very madness is also inseparable from liberation from the madness because it's the suffering that's caused by the madness that takes you to that point of liberation when you encounter the effects of the madness whether on a collective or personal level encounter them in an acute form <laughs> and so things often dissolve violently around you and so here we have that lesson when loss appears in your life, not to resist it. And loss will appear. It must appear. When something gets taken away, something is removed from you, not to resist that movement. So there's a, with that acceptance, acceptance of whatever it is, whatever the isness of this moment may present, not to resist it, it is. There you are, standing there, reaching out for me. 
Today's lesson is titled, The Enemy Fixer. And I'm sure some of you have got some folks that you want to fix. Now some of you think that somebody's got you fixed. said, no, Reverend Ike, I don't believe in all of that superstition. Yes, some of you who don't believe in that kind of superstition, you're believing that you're star-crossed. <laughs> well, we're going to get rid of all of this enemy business and all of this opposition business right now with this lesson, which I call The Enemy Fixer, How to Stop Enemies and Opposition. There are two texts which we're going to read at this time. From the lips of Jesus, St. Matthew, the 10th chapter and the 36th verse. These are the words of Jesus. St. Matthew 10, 36. I'm going to read and I'm going to have you repeat it after me as I shall read a man's foes shall be of his own house. Now let's stop here for a moment. What is a man's house? A man's house is his mind. So say with me, my house is my mind. Now, I know that's a revelation to some of you. Some of you think that your house is at 1020 Walton Avenue. I mean, even the physical house that you live in, I've got news for you. The material house that you live in is really in your mind. The house that you live in is in you. With that in mind, let's transliterate the words of Jesus. A man's enemies, a man's enemies are, in his own mind. are in his own mind. Oh. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. Peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show. With your host, Akeem L. here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. I hope everyone had a peaceful week last week. Um, I know challenges came up, but I hope that you overcame them and you remained in peace and in love in all that you do or did. Um, myself, I had a great week last week. Um, I can't complain. Yes, things came up that, you know, potentially could have taken me out of my peace. And at times I did shift to a briefly unpeaceful mindset. But we have to keep in mind what Reverend I just said. A man's enemies is in his own mind. That's where all of the foes are. That's where all of the problems, the issues It's in your thoughts. It's in your mind. It's not anywhere else. Yes, you see things happening out there. For instance, we got, you know, this pandemic, plandemic, fake-demic, whatever you want to call it, scam-demic, 
whatever you want to call it, you know, whatever your belief system is, it only affects you as if you participate in the mindset of it. You associate with those minds that believe in it, and then you get scared, and you, oh, I feel a little something. I'm going to go see what the doctor says and let him fix me because my body is not able to do it. I don't trust the body that God gave me to do it. I trust man and his manufactured medication to fix me. You see, the world has got us disillusioned. Got us distracted from our own true power that we were born with. So the enemies and the foes that that are you have is created by your belief system, which you see. You know, it reminds me of a story I've told a few times where, you know, well, it's in the Bible how they saw Christ walking on water. Peter wanted to do what Christ did. And he said, come on out and walk. And he briefly was able to do it until he looked at the storm. That is so real for us. That's that's a symbolism, a metaphorical story for what we deal with on a daily basis. We could be able to walk on water, do powerful things. That's what walking on water represents. Anything that is mentioned in the Bible when it comes to water, represents people, represents many people, a sea, a crowd of people. So what that really represents with Christ walking on water, he's walking on his mind, his mental is elevated above what the, that briefly elevate his mind above what the world mind is and was able to walk on water. Until he took on the mindset of the world and he started to sink down to the level of the world. See, that's what that story really means. He started to think like them, so he was going to become like them and he was going to drown in their negative thinking. And we're dealing with that every day. We are confronted with those challenges every day, in every situation. We can choose to walk above the water, walk above the situation, walk above the people that are thinking in the lower mindsets, or we can choose to think like them and walk with them and drown with them. Because that's what the story represents. That whole water represents is a, is a sea of people who are drowning in their negative thinking, who have not, who cannot see their own divinity, their own power. They have chosen not to take dominion over their situation. So the real enemy is our thoughts. If we have negative thoughts, that's the enemy thought. That's the devil thought. And that's going to create more chaos in your life. So you always got to think positive. So another thing, when I was listening to Eckhart Tolle, and he was talking about losing 
and things that you get come from chaos or come from a real, tra- what you seem to be traumatic situation. So you, in order to get peace, chaos has to come because it challenges your reaction to that chaos. If you talk to most successful people, billionaires, whoever, that are really successful, they always have chaos before they got their true, uh, uh, what do you call it, their true success. Something came. And then when they talk about that chaos or that problem that they had or they thought was a problem, it wasn't as bad as they initially assumed it to be. They saw the light. They saw the power in the situation that elevated them. And I'm seeing people do this all the time. In a seemingly what they found chaotic situation, they was able to find peace. And speak peace into the lives of others. I'm, I, I, I've been a witness of this over the past week. And it's truly amazing to see that transformation. Because once a person clicks and they get that, there's no going back. Once you experience that, there's no going back to that. There's no going back to that sea of negative thinking. Being on the level of where everybody else is. They just rose up, walked on water, so to speak. Now they're walking in a positive light. They're walking above. You see? And that's why I told you guys, I have to keep teaching this and and, and going, because since I dedicated this show to just talking about spiritual things, I'm seeing transformation in people that I've been hoping for, and and it's happening. I'm happening right before my eyes. Maybe I couldn't see that transformation because maybe I had a jaded view of them. And on the other hand, I wasn't walking in my full power of what I was supposed to do. So since I've been doing this, amazing things have been happening. Just, you know, just the, the mindsets of the people – or maybe it's just that I think differently about people. I try to see the best in all everybody that I come in contact with. And I'm choosing my words more wisely. I'm choosing not to get into the fray of chaos or argument with them, even when there is a challenging situation. So maybe why, that's why I see nothing but good, bad situations, or what other people would call bad situations. See what happens when you do a mind shift? shift? a mind change or a shift in consciousness, everything you come in contact shifts and changes. Guess what? It's an old saying. It's called the Midas touch. Everything you touch turns to gold. All because you took the time to change your mind. You invested in positive thinking about yourself, number one, a Positive self-love of yourself. You will get the Midas touch. Everything you touch, everybody you come in contact with will be affected by that energy. Everyone. And then people will notice it. And come to you and say, you seem more peaceful. Why? Because I am more peaceful. Number one, I don't have to hustle and bustle lifestyle. 
I choose where and what I want to do at any time in any given day. And I also know that everything is taken care of. All bills are paid, already paid, done. See, I haven't adopted the lifestyle and the mindset that most people have. Oh, I got to pay this bill. I hope I have enough money at the end of the month. No, I know that money will be there plus more. There's no doubt in my mind that it will be there. That's taken care of. So we have to walk on water. We have to raise above the mindsets and the consciousness of people that are thinking negative. Now, it's not to say people are bad. They're just thinking negative. They just don't know how to uh, use their thoughts in a positive way at this point in time. But anybody can come up out of that sea of darkness, out of that abyss of desperation and despair. Anybody. It can happen at any time, that shit. For me, it happened, it started happening to me many years ago. But in the midst of that, I was still dealing with negative situations or putting myself in negative situations and still mostly thinking on the lower vibrational form. So it took me time to fully come out of that sea of darkness to be able to walk on water in my situations. And if you stay with me, the listeners that choose to uh, stay on this spiritual path with me, I promise your life will change drastically. You will reap rewards greater than any other rewards you're looking for. And that is you having true peace in your life. Because once you have true peace in your life, then you can take care of the finances, the spiritual, everything comes together. You can see clearly to the path you need to go on. Once I became truly fully and embodied what I my vision was and became at peace with who I am, became uh, to love myself more, everything just fell into place. And when things seemed like they weren't falling into place, I sat back and I remained peaceful. It eventually came together, and it came together in such a perfect manner. So... Remember, everything we're dealing with is a direct manifestation of our thoughts. We're creating them. I know it's a tough pill to swallow, but I keep reminding you, if you look deeply into your situation, you will always see yourself there being the creator of that situation. There's not one situation I've been involved with that I can't say I did not have a part, a take in creating. Not one. No, Akeem, that's not true. I didn't tell him to cheat on me. I didn't tell him to cheat on me. Sometimes we can we can if push a person in that direction. Not to excuse their behavior, but I'm saying we we can be that hard to live with. Hard to talk with. We could become an enemy in our own house to the people that care about us. 
Yes, we have to take responsibility all, at all levels. If you want that real change, you got to take that 100% of the responsibility in all situations that you're dealing with. There's no leaving nothing out. As a man thinketh, so is he. So be careful what you think. That reminds me, I just quoted that Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. It says, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Now, as I was reading that, I, I usually like to read the scriptures before that. And verse 4 says, do not overwork to be rich because of your own understanding cease. Now, y'all hear me talking about, hey, you know, I believe in prosperity, wealth, but it says don't overwork for it. What does that mean? That can be confusing, right? But when you really think about it, it's not confusing. Overworking could mean, and I believe it means, that people are going into situations to make money that they're not really destined to be in. They're going into, like, for instance, a lot of us have jobs we don't like. But we only do them because we feel that's what's going to pay the bills. That's overworking. Because you're in a mental space. uh, You're in a situation that you are not destined to be in. That is not where your divinity lies. That's not going to get you to your goals. Instead of creating that business, that you had an idea of, that you allowed your family to talk you out of, or you allowed your own self-doubt of yourself to talk you out of, your own fear of being successful for yourself talk you out of it. And you go take jobs and do other things. That's overworking. Because what you did was you took another direction that you shouldn't have ever took to get back to where you because eventually, if you really are passionate about things that you want and desire, you're going to come right back to that same idea you had 20 years ago. That same passion, it's going to face you eventually. Now, some people don't, they come back to it and they still don't go into it. But I implore you, do not be that person to get up in age and feel like it's too late. And in my opinion, it's never too late. If you're 100 years old and you got a passion for something, go for it. It's never too late. Time is an illusion. We only quantify time to make sense of our day. But when you really look at things, we only live in this right now. So if you're 100 years right now and you have an idea, you can still move forward into it. If you take the idea that you're too old off the table. Oh, it's too late. I got too many kids. I got this. My husband this. My wife that. My uncle, my aunt. Listen, all those people you're using as an excuse are thinking about something totally different and ain't thinking about your dream. So stop using them as an excuse in your dream to not move forward with what you want. If the inspiration came into you to do something, that means that was a download and you must follow it. Even to the point where you think it's not going to work. You have, listen, 
I don't know how many times in my life where I thought something wasn't going to work and I made a decision to move in another direction and turn around if I just held out just a little bit longer. Or if I just did this, I would have got I would have got it. It would have happened. You see what I'm saying? And then on the other hand, sometimes drastic things happen and then you turn around. What you wanted is right there for you. So you sometimes going in that other direction is what you needed to do to get back to where you needed to be. Or where you, where you really was passionate for. Now, I know all of the jobs I've taken on my path to get to where I'm at now, they all taught me a lesson. One of the biggest lessons that I don't want to work for anybody. The second lesson is these jobs will never pay me to be successful. Actually, they're paying me just enough to keep me off the street. Just enough. Listen, there's some people I really want to give a shout out to that are really moving in their gifts. Oh, he's not on. But uh, Jason Bay, I see him every day on Instagram posting his his apparel, his shirts. He sent me some samples. Thank you again. Uh, posting his, his, his passion. Every day, that's what he's doing on Instagram. He's using, he's using Instagram as a tool to get the word out about his product. Are you doing the same? You guys, some of you do have businesses, but you're on Instagram just looking at what other people are doing. Stop these, listen, Instagram, Facebook, and all these other social media platforms should be used for making money, not for being nosy about other people's business or sharing a story so they give you likes and, and make you feel good because they checked a little box that they like or loved or frowned against it. You know, looking for approval from people. Use Facebook to look for approval. Vanity. Use it to make some money. To show people what you got. You know, I can really show another brother, Jeremiah, got a trucking business. Three or four years ago, his life was totally different. Like Eckhart Tolle said, they had to lose some things. And one of the biggest things they had to lose was an old mindset. And become a new man and create a new mindset. And then guess what? New things, better things started to happen. They even lost people along the way. Some people lost people. I've lost some people along the way. But if you stay true to yourself, you never really lose people. Sometimes those very people you thought you lost come right back around. They got to go to their journey. They have to walk the journey to see what you saw so long ago. And sometimes we get impatient with people and we say, man, they can't see it. I can't fool it. They don't think like I think. You know, we got to get out of that judgment phase and let people evolve or move into the spirit of their divinity on their own because they got to go through certain things 
to fully appreciate the moment that they're going to stand in. And they're going to go through even more. You're going to go even where I'm at right now. I'm going to go through even more. Every step of elevation is a newer challenge. And I met a big one this week. A big one. Some ways I slipped. In some ways I prevailed. You know, the prevailing part came on the part of some assistance. Because if I had done it on my own, I would have went right on down. So that that came with someone else's mind elevating. The two elevated minds was able to walk on water. See, two is always better than one. You know, we love to think we could do all of this alone, but really, when I really think about it, and I learned to appreciate that today, everywhere I am, where I am now, was because of someone else helping me there. Whether it was a experience of conflict or experience of peace, it really helped me get to where I am. So everything you deal with is a part of your growth. Everything. So we don't look back at these people and judge them, especially the ones we have conflict. We look back at them and appreciate them. They thank you for that that situation that you uh we went through together because it helped me see where I need to be better. Once you get to a certain level in this mindset, and every time I I feel like I've gotten to a certain level and my mind, I just see keeping your mind open, operating in peace, and I can see how I could appreciate everybody in my life from the time I was born or before I was born until now, even the ones I had trouble with. Because when I look back on it, I say, if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't have this, or I wouldn't be here. So we have to be thankful. That's why it means to be thankful in all things. That that scripture is really right. All things work for the good of the Lord. And what I mean by Lord, I'm talking about for you. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a God in the sky. I'm talking about you. Everything works for your good. Everything is working in your favor. As a man thinketh, so is he. If you think things are working for you, they work for you. If you think things are not working for you, they don't work for you. Nothing is putting anything to you. You're the one. You are the God. Thing to hear from because it goes against everything you've been taught in the church. And I've told you this before, and I'll say it again. I think all religions are the problems of the world because it creates a mindset of needing something outside of you to fix something inside of you. When you really should look inside of you because everything you've been born with is already there. 
I know ultimately everyone is good on the inside, no matter what. I've seen people with disabilities behave with more love in them than people who have who apparently have no physical disabilities only disability I have emotionally disabled. Now that's something. Do you know you have people who have physical limitations and they manage to get through that and be loving and kind Whereas people who have no limitations, who have no things hindering them from being all that they can be physically, and they hold back on giving love and being nice to people because they're thinking, if I do this, they're going to take advantage of me. Whereas the people with the disabilities, some of the people that I know with disabilities, they should be the one cautious because they're in this limited capacity and people can take advantage of them, really. They're, they, they, they're in that vulnerable position. But they let it all out. And yet, us who can do everything, we hold it all in. So who's really disabled here? I think emotional disabilities are more disabling than physical disabilities. Some people are emotionally crippled. And this is why life is so hard for them. So with that being said, I I hope I inspired uh, people today um, with that message. I had an interview with Dr. Daniels today, and I'm going to do that for the rest of the show. So before I move on to that, I just want to make sure everyone get their questions answered if they haven't, if they want to chime in on this spiritual journey. Oh, I'm taking you guys on. Because actually what you're doing is this. This journey that I'm going on, I, you're following me in my journey, and this whole journey is for me. I just having you experience it with me. See, I can't change anybody. I'm not making anybody uh, better. I can't. It's impossible. You make yourself better. You choose to make yourself better. Now, if something I say inspires you to do something, I'm thankful that you took something that I'm doing to make myself better to make yourself better. Once again, I'm thankful for y'all to go on this journey. But remember, keep your thoughts strong. Keep them, when I mean strong, keep them always in a positive space. Speak life into your situation. Like I repeat what Reverend Ike says, I go forth into life with a loving attitude. And if I want to make some more money, I go forth into life with a money-making attitude. And I say it with enthusiasm. Now to the to the to the uh what do you call the physical mind that looks crazy. What is he talking about? Why is he that a he look he's radical, losing his mind. 
Now, the question is, what mind am I losing? I'm losing an old negative mind. Yes, I am losing my mind. I'm losing that old mind that kept me from being successful, that kept me from being loving, that kept me from peace, being peace. So they are right. I am losing my mind. I'm, but I'm gaining a new mind, a peaceful mind. Somebody's got their hand up. Somebody want to chime in. Thank you, uh, Jael, for saying I'm on point. Appreciate that. Let's go with 503890. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. What's going on, brother? How's life treating you? Well, how are you treating life? Because life is not. Man, I can't complain. I I really can't complain. I'm, I'm, I'm. Fortunate to still be in a position that I'm in, considering uh, the pandemic that's going on, you know. So right. uh, I'm not doing too bad, considering that. Especially, I'm still an employee, you know. I'm still working, so and um, hasn't really stopped for me. So, so uh, you know, I'm thankful and grateful for that. I'm like you. you I'm know. thankful for this this old COVID nineteen. It has made some profound changes in my thinking. And actually, you know, I've become very much more peaceful. So I, you know, thank you. know, I give COVID-19 thanks. <laughs> this whole thing mm-hmm. that you know, doing, thank you. Because it had, this whole summer is a change. That's what I'm saying. You can take these situations and make them chaos and make it gold. This is really what alchemy is all about. You know, I don't know if you ever read, got that book, The Alchemist. I think everybody no. read that book, The Alchemist. No, what, what's that, what is that book about, Akeem? It's about a boy who's a shepherd. And he uh-huh. meets a guy in the desert, or he meets a guy, I don't know if it was, and a guy told him to look for his uh, personal, uh, uh, wow, I can't think of the word. It's supposed to be like it's something that made it to his destiny. Look for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, I, I can't think of the word. But he's on this journey, this quest, looking for his, uh, his, his really he's looking for himself to find the truth about himself. But they use it as he's looking to go to Egypt to see the, the pyramids. And, um, but he meets this old man who, who, who shows him, tells him what he needs to be looking for. He loses things. He loses all his sheep. He's shepherding. But then he gains mm-hmm. something. But at the end of the story, he has to uh, make the desert something he has to do in the desert, like talk to the wind and make it do certain things or he was going to die. But I don't want to give away the whole story, but oh. it's a good story about consciousness. Uh-huh. And perception. Huh. How he was okay. the thing he was looking for, he had already seen it early in the book. He was there. And he went through this uh-huh. whole journey through the desert back to the place that he was in the very beginning of the story. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like with us. Huh. We're looking what are we really looking for? Are we looking for a job? Are we looking for money? No. No, I think we're, we're looking, looking for happiness. <laughs> and what is happiness? It's the truth about um, knowing who you are, who you fully are, 
what your full divinity is. Once you understand that, happiness comes. Yep, Once you have that makes perfect sense. It, it comes. It comes. You don't have to worry about being happy because I know who I am. I'm happier now because right. I know what I, who I am. Before I didn't know. I was foggy. Right. I was foggy. I had an idea, but now I know who I am. And there's no need to be for me to get upset and do all of these other things because once you know it, I just know what I need to do when I confront those situations. Right. You see? Yeah, makes sense. You're yep. really looking for yourself. But see, the problem is we're looking for ourselves in pastors and churches and all these other things and books. But instead of going into yourself to look for yourself, we go everywhere else. It's like having keys in your pocket. Right. And you're looking for somewhere else. Right. You see? Right. Right. Yeah, it makes, makes, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Thing. I got the audio book of that oh, that thing, and I listen. Oh, yeah, I've to that audio book about ten times, literally. The very the guy who read, who narrates it is very good at bringing the story to life. A lot of audio books, you know, it's hard to bring the story to life, or the people they use don't bring it to life. Mm-hmm. This guy, it's uh-huh. uh, Jeremy Irons, is the one who narrates it. He's the actor from uh, the Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. Remember the old one. Jeremy Irons, look mm-hmm. him up. He's one. He's got that accent. Very good storyteller. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna check it out because I drive way. for a living, so it's easier for me to listen. Yeah. 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 yeah that's okay. right. Oh, Jamie, his voice is the voice just tells the. Oh, he's looking for his personal legend. That's the thing. He's looking for his personal legend. Oh, uh, okay. And okay. Really symbolic. He's looking for who he is. Itself. Right. Yeah, but anyway. I see that. Okay. Yeah, and I like the. You know, I like that you always play uh, Reverend Ike. You know, I go to YouTube and I um I got a Reverend Ike playlist. So right. I see a title that I like, then I'll play it, then I'll save it, and then now I play it so much. It's it's the main suggestions that come up when I go to my YouTube. Open it up. It'd be right. suggesting Reverend right. Ike. And then some other right. music I listen to, you know, and I'll share some of it with people sometime now and again, you know, like, oh, this reminds me of somebody I know too. Well, let me send it to him or her, you know, and right. they do what they want with it, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, Reverend Ike, I listen to him. I Lately, like, I believe we haven't listened to him as much, but I'm going to get back on. I fell off the wagon. Um, but I have all his full, like, those ones on YouTube are short clips. But I have yeah. to listen. Yeah, I go and listen to him for so long because he says so much. He packs it all right. in. Or will they do edit? I think they edit him and it'd be clips and clips and clips, you know, and it, right. to make one video. But he says so much. And one's like, whoa, I got to stop it. Well, what reflect back? What did he just say? You know, hey, right, that's right. powerful. And then, then, yeah, then when he say it and he make the you know, congregation say it, then I'll be saying it out loud to myself too, you know, repeating things back and stuff. When you since you've been uh, doing that, how has things been for you? Like when you do that, do you, do you 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 see the results of just listening to those positive messages? I, I tell you, the most immediate result that that I see is when I is when I um is uh, my day is a lot better. I should say 
Well, once I do that, I'm, I'm in a much happier mindset for some reason. I just feel better that day when right. I do it. And then, and then sometimes maybe during the week, I might see some things that transpired for me, things out, some goals I was hoping for, or maybe something unexpected that came out, something else I was looking for previously or something. Yeah, but right. definitely, yeah. most immediately though, yeah. uh, I definitely feel better, you know, in the moment that day. I know for me, money comes when I play Reverend Knight. You know, when I nice. play him, and I know, you know, sometimes things look a little like I, I you know, I, I'm not where I need to be or I think I'm not where I be. But what, Reverend Knight, quick remedy. Quick remedy. is, And, and it's like clockwork. So just imagine if I nice. just been more consistent. Just play it, play it, play it, play it, play it. And I, some, I play, right. you know, over and over. I play it through, all the way through. You know, when I go pick up my daughter or drop off, I play. That's what I'm playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't yeah, like it's really. It's important for me to repeat. Yeah, yeah, I don't like really talking. I like listening to, you know, think, you know, inspiring messages. When I'm in the car by myself, I that's uh-huh. what I do. I'll play something, and and it just really I'm meditating while I'm driving because before I know it, I'm where I'm, I'm supposed to be. I don't even remember driving. I just. No, I started, <laughs> man, that, and I'm there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, man, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man, I appreciate yeah. your comments, man. Um, and yep. No, yeah, no problem. Uh, can I say I like to uh, add one more thing and also ask a question? Um, Go ahead. Like, like to re- actually two more things. One, yeah, I want to uh, thank you for every time that you. Uh, Say something about the Bible, and then you break it down in layman's terms, like you did earlier today. You know, um, you mentioned, well, this scripture says this, but what it really means is this. Man, I, I ain't never really known what they really meant. And so every time you do on one of your shows, you say those things. I really appreciate that because that's like a lot of education and learning for me when you drop those, man. So I ask that you keep dropping those. Well, thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, yeah, because I, yeah, I don't know where else to get that. I really don't know where else to get the truth from. You, you know what I mean? Because I could read something, but then I don't know. I might not be able to break, know how to break it down myself, or if I am interpreting it myself, I may be misinterpreting it. So I appreciate hearing from someone you know um, who does know more about it. Well, thanks, I appreciate it. Now I'm gonna I'm tell you. I'm gonna I'm tell you this. You could do the same thing. It's just like Christ told to his disciples. He said, "You will do greater things than I." What it is is my mm-hmm. method is I just sit and I meditate on the scriptures constantly. When mm-hmm. I'm walking and driving, they, 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 they come to me. And honestly, mm-hmm. when I brought that scripture out about the Peter walking on water, that wasn't the part of the plan mm-hmm. of the show. It's just as I mm-hmm. was talking, it hit my consciousness and right. the revelation came out right there. I'm just right. telling you, that's just how it works. So the more you get in tune with what's inside of you, that becomes a natural thing. A lot of people say mm-hmm. to me, well, that's great. You did that. How, you know, what is that? It, everybody has the same ability. The difference between myself and others that can do this is that I don't rely on other people to tell me what it means. I go mm-hmm. within wow. and, and then it opens up the revelation, hey, this is what this is. 
You know, this water, and I know what, you know, I vote, you know, from studying what water represents on a symbolic level, it means people. Because uh-huh. the Bible talks about many waters of people, rivers of people. It's always water represents a great number of people. And right now, a great number of people are in a depressed mind state. You know, there's very few of us that are rising above that sea of darkness. Right. Dark you see? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, what was the other What's the next? other comment? I want the other comment I wanted to say was, oh, you say uh, I think you just said every time you listen to Reverend Ike, you end up getting rewarded. He's uh, like with more money that comes mm-hmm. to you. And uh, for me, that that's funny. Uh, that seems that that happens to me whenever I uh, I pray to my ancestors' altar. You know, things right. that yeah. seem like. Things that seem like it's out of my control, I just pray to them and I just thank them. And so I just thank them just just me still being alive, just me just things still going well for me, you know. I just be appreciative and sometimes I, I, I'll have a specific request, you know, and then um, I don't know where it's going to come from, how it's going to happen, but, man, they just like, man, they just keep happening, you know. So right. I'm thankful. That thankful yeah. is, is a very powerful thing, being thankful for all things really uh-huh. bring prosperity to you. Peace and prosperity to you. Just being thankful. Yeah, it it, it is. It definitely is. Um, yes. I can attest to that yeah. in my own life. And um, right, okay, brother, my, I my question... So oh, I'm going to ask you a question. I might have to take uh, a pause. Uh, um, I'm going to the call at 8 o'clock on the dot, so we're going to have to pause. And I see your hands up on other callers. I will get you uh, as soon as this one's over. So she's going to call in a second, so, but Ask your question. Okay. And okay. I'll... So my question is: Is uh, well, using my state number is that a good idea or not to obtain the EIN for the trust? Hold on, long. All right. Give me a second. I'm gonna answer that as soon as I come. Okay. Uh, talk to my daughter. All right. Okay. No problem. All right. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. King it ¿Quién es el hombre que la eleva a las estrellas? ¿Quién de los dos la hizo sentirse más mujer? ¿Quién eres tú para retarme y hacer de ella una competencia? Sin intenso de 
All right. All right, let's go to the next caller. We got 919-948. Hi. Hi, Akeem. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Um, so I agree with what you've been talking about. Um, you know, everything we deal with is a part of growth, and certain people we deal with can give us opportunities and can help us get to where we need to go. Um, I know for me, if I didn't keep an open mind on certain things, I wouldn't have the blessings I have now. Um, so I definitely agree. And I had a question for you. Yeah, what's the question? What made you, um, what made you come to the awareness of getting rid of some of your old thoughts? Oh, good question. A lot of things. It wasn't just one thing. Um, well, mostly what it was is um, I kept seeing the same thing over and over. And then mm-hmm. I listened to a Reverend Ike clip a long time ago. I mean, many years ago. I used to just listen to the ones they had on um, YouTube like the other brother was doing, like the little 15. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said something that said everything you're seeing is a direct reflection of your own thoughts. Then I read other books like Wayne Dyer, Eckhart Tolle, and other speakers on that that brought that awareness to me. Then I, what really, the real truth of the matter, I took a hard look at my thoughts. And then I Mm -hmm. made a connection to the things that I was experiencing and said, well, I did think this before. I mean, just to be more personal, even when I was in relationships, I saw cheating going on which I at the time thought was against me, I had those same, I was in that same mindset. Either I expected it to happen or I was thinking like that. Mm-hmm. What you put out does come back to you. What you think does reflect out there in the open. And if people are really right. being honest, mm-hmm. like I, I use cheating as an example because a lot of people use that as a basis to end a relationship. Uh, even myself has done that. Oh, mm-hmm. but with you really being honest with yourself, I don't think mm-hmm. there's anybody out there that didn't have that thought in their consciousness somewhere when they saw that in the other person or experienced that. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves to play mm-hmm. victim in that area. I'm using this as mm-hmm. because everybody likes to play victim in that area when it comes to someone uh, cheating on them. You cheated. Right. That's why. And they use that as the ultimate reason to break up or end a relationship. But if that person is really being honest with themselves, mm-hmm. in their consciousness, they envision that experience first, or they even done that somewhere in the relationship before they manifested that for themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think it's about being honest with Right. I think it's about being honest with yourself. That's the only way, you know, we could um, move forward is when we're honest with ourselves. Um, right. So anyway, I, I like listening to your shows in the past, and now I, um, I just feel like you, your messages have been very inspiring, even more than the past for me, anyway. Well, thank but you. I just wanted to. Yeah. Oh, what, first off, I can't let you off the hook here. 
Uh, this is Beth from the show. Uh, uh, Raising Independent Thinkers, by the way, people. This is Beth. Well, you're going to tell people about, you know, this, you know. <laughs> so she, there's also a webinar coming up. Oh, uh, I think it's October 3rd. And that's, she's going to teach on how to do the uh, homeschooling properly. Because a lot of people just take the kids from the school and don't do it properly, ended up in trouble. So she's going to teach y'all the, the rules on that. And I'm going to chime in on how to connect this to your nationality and make this work all the way around. So that's October 3rd. Yeah. It's only 50 bucks. not a lot of money to learn how to yeah. train your children properly instead of letting them get indoctrinated by. Yeah. And I'm, exci- I'm excited. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah, oh, I know it's going to help a lot of people. I'm getting some positive feedback. People are saying they're going to get it, get on and participate. So we thank all of those people that uh, are going to take the initiative to, to learn about it and, 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 and get that information. Even if you don't have anyone you go homeschool now, I think it's still good to get on for the knowledge because you don't know. You might meet someone else you can help or you might have children later on or be in a situation where you will want to homeschool. It's good to get that knowledge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks for the comment. You have anything else to say? Nope, that's it. That's it? Huh? That's it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Alright, All right. thank you. That's okay. Beth. Okay. She's um, a great host here on Hindsight. Um, and um, on a personal level, Beth has helped me see a lot of things that I haven't seen now. So she's kind of playing her role down a little bit. So, um, and I'm thankful for, to her for that. Um, let's get this other caller. Three one three seven three seven. What up, I came? What it do? Pure energy, brother. Pure energy, peace. What's going on, September? How's everything going? Oh, man, everything is going beautiful. I mean, can't complain. I, I can't complain, man. My crib, uh, I got back, I got that stuff straightened out with the house. Remember I was telling you about the land bank and all that? Yeah, 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 I remember that. So you got it yeah, straight. I'm glad you got up, that all straight. Man, ended up getting all that straight, man. I'm putting the house back together, man. And I, I just like uh, what the, I want to just touch on what the brother was talking about, how you excuse me, thoroughly break down what you be reading to us, you know, because you, like myself, we some advanced individuals. I was sort of an advanced individual before I came to hindsight in any of the information that you guys were putting forth. And like I've always said before, me coming on that show back in 2015, you know, and being around you guys, man, you know, in a in a spiritual sense, man, really has uplifted me personally. And I know for a fact more than 20 lives that, you know, that come in and off this show, man. So, you know, and with you breaking down everything and how you break it down, like the brother said, it brings to light the normal person who wouldn't really get a full understanding of what they read or what the reverend or the preacher is just telling them 
about the Bible, you know, and I just want to give you props for that, for doing it for years. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. I really appreciate it. Well, this is full-time work now on the air. <laughs> I know that. Full-time <laughs> work. This is all I'm doing. I told him, no more talking about UCC, this and that. This is all I'm doing for my shows now on Tuesday. Yeah. Now, I know there it's might amazing. be a few people who want be disappointed in that, but I got to do what, 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 what I'm being led to do. That's all I'm going to exactly. do. Now, I'm still teaching exactly. really outside of this. You know, right. because that really right. helps people on a physical level. But on the show, I just want to, I think, I know, not I think, I know this will be more effective than learning how to beat a court case. Because right. why? If your mind is straight, you ain't got to worry about a court case. Yeah. Man, and that's so court, I've seen spiritual people go into court and say nothing, myself included, and win. Mm-hmm. I've seen people not even have to go into the courtroom to submit some paperwork and bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Like the brother I was talking about that got the trucking business, right? He just yeah. he, he, he got on his study, got on the spiritual tip, and, and he was facing some serious stuff. And it left him alone. Now you got fucking busy. Yeah. See how it works? It's not, I always said it's not about paperwork. It's about your spirituality. It's about your walk, about right. being true to yourself. Your brother got in from the very beginning. And I like using him as an example because he's a perfect example of someone taking ownership of their situation. And when I said mm-hmm. this brother was I'm talking about life sensitive. Right. Right. And it just disappeared. You see what yeah. I'm saying? It just went away. Yep. Yep. And it happened for me. Boom. It just went away. You know? I'm a prime example, too. Because like well, I say, they was like, oh, no, you, uh, we own your house. I was, you know, I was like distraught. And something was like, don't be distraught. Yep. Don't be distraught. Guess what I need you to do? It was like what? It was like just send them a copy of that paperwork. Pray on it and watch what happened. I sent it. He said, don't send it to the peon. Send it to the CEO. I sent it to the CEO, man. They left me alone, bro. We apologize. Oh, man. I'm, I'm glad it worked out for you, brother. I'm glad it worked. But you, you, you know, but that, that it's, it's a mindset change. You got to get rid of old yes. people. Yes, yes. And it's funny now how, like you was talking about, you have to distance yourself from what's not positive, man. It, it, you know, uh, I call it pure energy. A lot of people call it spirituality. You know, I, I, I like using it as just pure energy. When pure energy surrounds you and, 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 and you're radiating that outward from within you, Man, it ain't nothing that can touch you. Now, you might be slowed down a little bit, but it's not going to stop you. You know? And just keep your head up, man. This is a great show. I came, man. I love you, man. Brother from another mother. Been down for years. Met you a couple times, man. And, you know, man, it's just always a damn pleasure, you know, just to be listening to you and, 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 and bringing forth 
the, the spirituality of the whole thing, because pretty soon, and I just want to hit this real quick, how you was talking about how you got to go through something, you got an idea, you go away from it, but you end up coming back around to it. I'm in the works of that right now because I'm on your level. You know, I'm on your level as far as the spirituality go. And that's what I'm uh-huh. going to be doing, too. I'm going to be bringing it back from a pre-diluvial, you know, sense of how we all got to where we at right now. So that's coming soon. Right. Thank you for the show, man. Thank you for the show, All right, show, thank bro. you, brother. All right, peace. Thanks, Timmy. Peace, I can Peace. Well, that's a good, positive uh, message there from uh, Septimius, from all the callers, staff, everybody. Uh, what do I want to say before I close out? Remember, your mind is your greatest asset. Your mind is doing everything for you. And your mind can do everything against you. So protect it at all costs. Protect, remind yourself and protect yourself from negative influences. There's some negative influences we can't help. You know, we have family members we live with, but we can still protect and guard our thoughts. You know, the one thing that we leave wide open and vulnerable is our thoughts. We just they run wild. We let people run wild in our head with their things and what they're saying. We have to be mindful, be diligent, because that's the source of all your power. As a man thinketh, so is he. That's that's it. That's the key. And one more thing I want to add to the, what I was talking about with raising above the water, walking on water. What I failed to add in there, what I'm going to add now is, remember, Peter had two things to look at in order to walk, to stay. What, what, what made a difference of him walking on water and walking and sinking into the crowd of negative thinking. He had the Christ to look at or he had the storm to look at, that negative situation to look at. What does Christ represent? He rep- Christ represents your higher consciousness, your higher self. Christ is you. So really the story is saying continue to look within yourself, look into your own thoughts, in your mind, in your mind to check your thinking. Not look at the negative storms, the negative things. Always look within yourself and look for the positive things. Because really what, what, what Peter was looking at was himself. All he had to do was keep looking at himself. And when he looked away from himself, he lost focus. And he started to sink. And then what, it, what, what, what happened? What happened in the story? Christ had to reach out, keep him from sinking, right? He was brought back to himself. It always comes to you. Christ's story, the metaphorical story, this Jesus Christ that some people want to call him, some people call him Krishna. That's so many names, right? 
It's all a story of your mindset, your thoughts. So although you're looking at a storm right now, maybe some of you are, all you got to do is look back within yourself and then you start to walk again. Instead of looking at, and when I say storm, some of us look at that person did something to me. That's the storm you're looking at. He wasn't right. She wasn't right. They fired me. Those are the storms you're looking at. Don't look at those storms. COVID-19 made me lose my job. No. Instead of looking at COVID-19 made you lose your job, look at COVID-19 helped me fire my boss. Get rid of this oppressive uh, boss that I got that makes me come to work at a certain time, leave work at a certain time, take my breaks at a certain time, Make only gives me enough money to take certain vacations and buy certain cars and buy certain clothes for my children. Look at it as a blessing. They got rid of me. Hey, I, I, well, hey, it's time for me to go do my thing. Some of y'all had the opportunity to do your thing, had months off from going to the job. I know I'm about to step on some toes right now. Some of y'all had months off. As soon as the job came a knocking, when your job come back, you ran for it. I'm not saying that to beat up on you. I'm just saying at that time, your, your consciousness wasn't ready. You were looking at the storm. You wasn't looking within. You weren't looking at the Christ within. But if you had chose to look at the Christ within, you could have made it work. And how far along would you have been if you had chose not to take the job back? But you looked at the storm. I got to pay my bills. I got to pay my car note. I got to pay the lights. You gave that more power. You gave that, that, that storm of bills more power over you walking on water. That was your time to shine. There are other opportunities. It's just a choice and a shift in consciousness. You can still do it. With that being said, um, you guys have a great and wonderful, peaceful, prosperous life. And good night. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. King it is. Y presumir, mejor pregúntale a ella ¿Quién es el hombre que la eleva a las estrellas? ¿Quién de los dos la hizo sentirse más mujer? ¿Quién eres tú para retarme a ser de ella una competencia?